Welcome to Beer and Ray Guns, the podcast where uh, two kind of old guys crack a cold one, talk a little sci-fi, a little sci-fact, and try to answer the age-old question of our generation, which we're trying to find a new question since we've decided to give up on the flying cars. Any idea on that one, Paul? <laughs> uh, where are the personal jetpacks? They're, they're close. Yeah, oh, are yeah. they getting closer? The guy from the the British Navy oh, that goes okay. from boat to boat with the little things on his hands. No, oh, oh, the yeah, little handheld. handheld I've engine. seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Except if you have to. That is yeah, very except very. Except if you cool. have to point at something, you know, somebody's like, "Hey, Joe, where's the where, where's what's the one? What's?" And then you're flying in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> slam back into the bulkhead <laughs> oh you boy if there isn't a video there to be made a spoof that oh i don't know i i, th I think we might have, we, we're gonna have to work on a new question because it's just yeah the flying cars is yeah we, we said it last time no yeah it's 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 never coming <laughs> um let's see you know well and, and so many other things that we wanted when we were kids have come to pass. Like, you know, where's my Dick Tracy video phone? Oh, got uh, that. Uh, well, not that I'm old enough for, you know, I'm younger than Dick Tracy, but even by the time I was a kid, people older than me were wondering where their Dick Tracy yeah, video yeah, phones yeah, were. Yeah. And talking on the watch. Yeah, we, we can do that. It's not as cool as it was when I was seven or eight. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, no. Abs no, it turned out not to be as exciting yeah, as all yeah. that. All right. Well, before we get too deep in this, because because I'm I'm feeling a little parched. It's it's been a long day. Um, what's what's the brew? Oh, well, for me, I have gone back to one of my old staples. It's Rolling Rock. I've always been a big fan of Rolling Rock. You know me. I tend towards the the pilsners and the lager end of the spectrum, and and. Uh, it's uh rolling rock is just it's that, that classic it's refreshing and crisp and no, I there's love nothing it. wrong with refreshing and crisp because i've got something that's it could be refreshing and crisp it's the trogues yeah it, it, can it actually be. it is it's the trogues haze charmer yeah 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 ah. oh there we go oh, here, here we, we go. go got the pop ah yeah I've become a fan of this that was a quiet one Got to shake them up a little before you pop them. Yeah, the thing about Rolling Rock for me is actually my wife introduced me to it, and it, we just had a six-pack around the house. And, and when we used to have a, a lawn, that used to be my beverage of choice after a long summer's mow of our quarter acre. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing better than a crisp lager after a of on a hot sweaty july or august maryland uh, afternoon july february whatever because it's like 60 degrees out there that's, uh, that's why i grabbed well, the haze charm that's true <laughs> uh excellent excellent a little citrusy mm, but very mm -hmm. nice trogues Trogues. Uh, they're up there around Hershey Park. Oh, okay. So another yep. Pennsylvania beer. So we're yep. going Pennsylvania yep. Yep. today. They're, they're the ones that make one of my favorites, the Mad Elf. 
I have heard of it. I've, I've yeah. seen the brand, you know, Trogues. It's yes. hard to miss. They do quite well. They do quite well. So now that we're refreshed and we were discussing, um, you know, Dick Tracy's watch and cool things that we were, we, we, we saw when we were kids, toys, sci-fi toys. Cause I was sitting on the floor the other day playing with my granddaughter and we were mm -hmm. building stuff with blocks and we put this little thing together with the mega blocks that had a little slope on the front and she went, Ooh flew it all through the air and across the ground and I was like that's my girl that's a speeder <laughs> <laughs> chip off the old block I get a little little misty eyed there yeah, yeah and then I got to thinking you know about all the cool stuff and all the cool toys I had as as a kid that I got most all of them were sci-fi related or sci-fi connected Yep. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. You have any that stand out? Yeah, I had. Well, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that, and my the the some of the oldest toys that I can remember were actually that um, I inherited, like that were passed down from my older brothers. Were um, they were they were sci-fi adjacent? They were. Um, my my brothers were big fans of The Man from Uncle, mm. which was a few years earlier than me. And so they were really into spy toys. And um following the The Man from Uncle and James Bond, there was a wonderful lineup of toys called Agent Zero M. Ooh. Don't know if you're familiar with that them. Sounds cool. Well, they had two toys that we had and then one that I always wanted. They would advertise in the back of comic books. So you could you could order by cutting out the coupon from the, you know order form from the back of the comic book and mail in mail it in, and they had the two that we had was they had a transistor radio that would turn into a rifle. Oh wow! So it looked like a, it looked like an ordinary transistor radio, but you'd push a little button on the side and a barrel would shoot out of the out of the out of the out of the side of it. The speaker would flip down and around and become the stock, and the handle was a, was a, your scope. Oh wow! And a little tr and a little trigger would be where the speaker was, and that was really really awesome. The other cool toy was um, they had a little pocket camera that looked like a little you know Kodak uh -huh. Instamatic, and you throw a little switch and a barrel would pop out of the side. And the bottom of the camera would swing down to make a handle, and you had like basically like a little oh, wow. pistol that like shaped like <laughs> a camera, and that was really really cool because the whole things were spring loaded. So you hit this little switch, and things you just go prang, <laughs> and you know things would just go flying out. And you could the the thing of it was you could like you could put the barrel against the side of your head, and you know have it bam <laughs> pop out and. Throw the switch and the barrel would hit you on the side of the head. Did it, did it actually? Which you know, when you're young and stupid, that's uh, the first yeah, thing yeah. you are think you, of. Either that or or yeah, your brother's head. Say you do to you your know. brother or your sister's head. Yeah. Did it shoot projectiles or anything? Yeah. Thanks, big brother. Did it shoot projectiles hmm? or anything? No, they did not shoot anything. That that was they. Uh, they didn't even have like. You know what I think they? If I remember, I may be wrong about this. But I think they took um, the strip caps, you know, like the the red uh -huh. paper strips that had the little gunpowder dots every 
quarter inch or something, and you'd as yeah you know, yeah those, the cap guns yeah for cap guns yeah, and it, it was the strip caps, right. not the little rings. Because the other toy I had was the the revolver gun that took like a caps in yep, the form yep. of a ring that you could put in the back of the of the thing. But no, this was this was strip caps. So those are those are some of the first toys that I ever well I inherited, and they're science uh-huh. fiction adjacent. So. My first science fiction toy was the $6 million man figure Ooh. and his <laughs> rocket ship. <laughs> he had a hole in the back of his head so that you could look through his skull through his bionic eye. I vaguely remember this toy. I think I had one. <laughs> now that you said that. <laughs> he had the yeah, red jumpsuit on. Now that you on. said that, I think I had one. I mean, the first one that I remember, and it's actually associated with one of my earliest memories, was this aluminum briefcase thing it was i don't know two and a half feet long and it was a it was a it was a case and when you pop the top open and open the case up it folded down into this like military base and the sides were the fences and then inside the case oh cool you had all these rocket things you had like a little mercury rocket and a space capsule and these little plastic figures that looked like uh, the little green army men that you could set out yeah, it was like this oh, little, yeah, sure. little, like your own portable Area Fifty One. <laughs> <laughs> fold it up yeah, and fold take, it, up, it, with take you. it with you. And I remember sitting on the floor and playing with that, and watching some of the early moon landings, like in the seventies. I, I I don't remember Armstrong, but I do remember watching some of them later on. As as I got older, mm-hmm. and definitely remember splashdowns and watching the splashdowns on on TV, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was, you know, that's God. That's I mean, I couldn't have been much more than four or five at that point. But uh, yeah, I sure. remember that. And I think there was like makes yeah, an I think impression. There was like this little spring loaded launcher thing, and you slid the rocket down on it, and you hit the little button, and the rocket would spring up, and you know, Boink. put your eye out or sure. something like that. You know, none of this could be sold today. <laughs> I mean, three and up, three and up, six and up, eight and up. <laughs> well, speaking of that, reminds me. Speaking of toys that couldn't be sold today, um, I could devote an entire you know segue to the Star Wars. <laughs> figures, oh, you know, man. but Battlestar Galactica toys, you know, once Star Wars came out, of course you had Battlestar Galactica and then they had their toys. And I was a huge Battlestar fan, of course, because you had to be, because, you know, Star Wars, but the Star Wars, the, the Battlestar ships had, they, they had little, they could shoot these little red torpedoes out the front of the Viper and out of the wings yeah. of the Raider. And then then some kid choked on one and they, they, they stopped making them and, or they stopped making them with fireable yep. projectiles. But I had, I had the originals that you could shoot. Yeah. Projectiles. Yeah. I had this, I had the Cylon Raider and you squeezed the little button on the back and it went pew, pew. And the Viper yes. would fire one. Yep, right. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, that was right. Cause the Cylon had two, you know, it had yeah. a two to one advantage yeah. over the Viper. So you yeah, were always going to win. I think on the Raider, you pulled on it and the little guns came out. Didn't you pull on the wings? The yeah, wings the wings opened, opened up. up. Yeah, you pulled yeah. it out and little cannons were sitting there and you hit the little button. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and Star Wars figures. Oh my that God, was... did I have Star Wars figures? And I, I think there's still a case of them. 
um, floating around here somewhere. I still have mine. I'm not sure where they've gone. Mine are all in a Star Wars yeah. lunchbox. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I think a lot of the a lot of the toys have been lost to time. I know at one point we had uh, I had I had a whole bunch of them, and I had a friend that used to come down. His his grandmother uh, lived just down the down the road from us, and uh, they would come down you know every weekend in the summer because his his mom and dad had a little cottage out in front of my grandmother's house, and they go you know with the boat and all that kind of stuff, spend the whole summer down here. And he was he was one hell of an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he was so good, and so was his mom. But he taught me to how to distress the toys. So I remember taking the um, speeder uh, for the little figures from the original series and and making it all muddy looking, okay. like, like it really looked in the movie. <laughs> that when my my sister bought me an X wing uh. model, and I was so excited because you know the 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 Kenner X wing toy that went with the figures was really cool, but it was all disproportionately, it was too squat. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't long and lean like the real X-Wing. So my sister bought me an X-Wing uh-huh. kit, you know, the AMT one, I think. And so, oh, this is so cool. So I went and built it. And of course, you know, I went and yeah. dirtied it up because, you know, all those ships are, you know, yeah. they're all beat up. So I'm like adding scratches and I'm chipping the paint and I'm adding, you know, streaks of you know, dirt and, and stuff. And I showed it to her all proud. And she's like, what did you do? It's all dirty. <laughs> like you did, but of course it, what do you mean? Yes, of course it's dirty. Yeah, it's what it's supposed yeah, to look like. Yeah. Have you ever seen a factory fresh X-Wing? I mean, you know. God. Oh yeah. I distressed mine. So once I explained it to her, she yeah. understood, but she didn't, she didn't realize. She just thought I was a really crappy model maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just stressed the one for the figures. You know, you press the little R2's head and the X-Wings would, would open up. Yeah, I dirtied that thing up. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, scratched it all up, had it covered with, you know, black and gray stripes like it had been in a horrible, horrible fight. Yeah. Awesome. Had the TIE Fighter. The oh, wings, cool. The, the, the little side wings would pop off of it when, when, when it got hit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I remember yep. one Christmas. Yeah, remember, remember that one, one Christmas waking up and Santa Claus brought me the Death Star, that little cutaway section. You I had, had the, Death the Death Star. Star. Oh, I'm yeah, so jealous. Yeah. Had the little trash compactor with I with wanted the foam that pieces in it, the little crank. <laughs> Shut them all down. Right. Shut them all down. And it had the gun on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it had the little. It had the big gun. Yeah, turret. and it had the little thing where Obi Wan could walk around and turn the shields off. <laughs> oh man, I wanted the Death Star in the worst way. I got, I did have the Millennium Falcon. Oh, see, my brother got the Falcon. I think the year I got the Death Star, he got the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So you could at yeah, least play, yeah. you know, play together. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that, there were some. Those were some great. You know, to this day, there is nothing that is more evocative of childhood than like the, the smell of fresh vinyl, <laughs> you know, like when you open up the figures and you just breathe that figured vapor, I just, you, you know, yeah, the smell, yeah. oh, right? I, 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 I'm right? having a flashback right now. And then you move the arms. Yeah. I there slide are, the little thing on the arm for the lightsaber to come out. Oh, the, the lightsaber. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, this was that, that was some good stuff. Definitely some good stuff. There yeah, were some good yeah. toys. Yeah, we were lucky because we we were like you and I are both of the age that we were in the golden age of like the Sears catalog toy yes. era. You know, we you could you knew in advance you could see the whole spread. You know, we were we were very lucky that way. I, two other, you know, two spin-off products that just come to mind that I really enjoyed were they weren't like Sears catalog Kenner things, but there was a I can't remember what cereal it was, but it was one of those save up your box tops and mail <laughs> it in and you would get, you could get a stand for your Star Wars figures. And it was like this long yes. podium and it had little poles that you could stick because they all had holes yeah. in their feet, right? And you could stick them on and it had little levers in the front that you could like pivot so you could like turn them. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Yes. And it had like a cardboard cyclorama in the background of like Star Wars yeah. pictures. And you could just like, you know, slide these levers back and forth and make Obi-Wan turn 30 degrees. <laughs> and you know, It was really cool for about a minute. And then you're like, uh, okay, well, that I moved the levers. <laughs> but the other one, the other ancillary, you know, save your box tops and mail it in toy that I loved was the Battlestar Galactica Viper cockpit. You could, it was, it came, it was like a flat pack cardboard thing and you unfolded it and it was the front end of a Viper cockpit and it had the controls and it had the window and a little steering wheel instead of your joystick. But oh. it, oh man, I wore that thing out. That sounds playing with really that. familiar. So cool. I'll have to see if I can find a picture of it and send it because it's one of those things like when yeah. you see it. You'll go, oh God, yeah, that. Oh. It's a real visual yeah. memory. Yeah, because I, 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 I. it was the 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 Viper. The cockpit cut, windows yep. were cut out, and in the background, like maybe three inches behind it, was like another piece of cardboard that had a star field on it. So it gave you like this faux three D <laughs> effect if you moved your head. Oh man, I spent so many hours, you know, fighting in that cockpit. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Star Trek? Did you ever have any Star Trek toys? Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I remember, yeah. I have vague memory of have? some like tall figures that were sort of G.I. Joe size and they didn't bend really yes, well yes, and yes. their hair was all plastic, but they had little phasers and tricorders right. with them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think there was a bridge set I, I, that went with them at one point. I oh. had the bridge set. It was so cool because it was like a yes, carrying yes. case. It had a, it was when you folded it up, it was like a huge toolbox and it had a handle. And when you unsnapped it and folded it out, it was like this panoramic bridge, you know, and it had the it was the bridge and then the transporter room. Off to one side, that had like a transporter, and you could stuff the character into this like little um, chamber, and it was really hard because the figures didn't fit in really well. And you would push this button, and it would spin it, 
and it would look like a transporter effect and then you'd hit stop and they would be gone and you could open a door in the back and they would beam down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. I remember that. Oh God. I, oh my God. Yes, that I. Oh, I'm going to have to look for one of those. Oh boy. Talk about your vinyl <laughs> smell. <laughs> but you know, the bridge looked nothing like the Enterprise. But it had the captain's chair, and the captain's chair looked pretty cool because it had the the big boxy yeah. arms, yeah. you know. But if I remember correctly, these these oh, yeah. these action figures weren't easy to pose like a GI Joe was. <laughs> no, they didn't. They weren't fully articulated. <laughs> they had knees. Yeah, they. Let's see. They had knee. I think they had hips, knees. And elbows and shoulders in their head and their necks. Maybe I'm trying to. Did they have like wrists? I don't think so. Because the thing was, they were they were not GI yeah. Joe sized. Because I had GI Joes and I wanted to play, you know, Captain Kirk beams down to the GI Joe planet, but they weren't the right, right scale. Right. They were they were like halfway between GI Joe that we remember and GI Joe that. Came along later that was tiny. Right, right. Yeah, I was the big Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had the, I had the big jobs. Yep. Yep. With Kung, With Kung Fu, Fu grip. grip. Yep, yep, yep. How long before the hand broke for you? <laughs> I think mine was like, uh, Yeah, and then they got, they got a little so bit better. lost his fingers. As, as time went on. They, I guess they must have changed the formula of the plastic, but they got a little bit better. And... um Oh, good. <laughs> oh my God! As I was getting older, that I mean, that was that was. Uh, I mean, Joe Joe moved into the sci-fi realm because he had the, the you know the, the 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 tracker that went after the uh, little um, prehistoric uh, caveman dude. I had that. Yeah, right. And uh, I had the submarine for playing in the pool. Yeah. You had the submarine? I, I yeah. did too. The white one yeah, with the big yeah, dome. Yeah, yeah. You can make it dive and fill it up with air, make it come back up to the surface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposedly. It, it yeah. worked. Mine never really yeah, worked. It, it all sort of well. worked. It sort of worked. I lost it in the bottom of the pool <laughs> and had to Yeah. Ah. I had I had to I had to go do it myself and it was a near drowning experience. <laughs> Yeah, see, all I had was a bathtub, and there's just not a lot of, not a lot of depth you can get. Yeah, yeah, and that's when I learned that GI Joes and chlorine do not mix, <laughs> and all of Red's hair kept falling. Oh, suddenly out. you've got a completely <laughs> GI Joes in chemo. <laughs> yes. but but here's the funny thing about gi joe my mom was really cool about it because she was she was sewing doing you know doing sewing stuff back then and she found all these patterns to make gi joe clothing so she would she would make clothes for gi joe i mean he was a cowboy and you know he had little jumpsuits and little space suits and yeah dang man Multi-purpose figurines with, yeah, a good costume will take you a long way. That's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, the GI Joe, the submarine. I always thought was cool because I thought you could. 
I always thought you could like double it as a as a spaceship because it had kind of a space pod yeah. look to it. You know, it was short squat. It had the dome that was kind of you know this big glass dome. It was kind of Jetsons-y yep. looking thing, and it had the yep. big clamp on the big front. claw on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it kind of looked like you know a two thousand one space pod yeah. kind of looking thing. Yeah. Well, there were, I had a. I had a kit for G.I. Joe that, that he was an astronaut. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I think early in early in G.I. Joe, because I, I remember a friend having it. There was a um, like a Mercury capsule or something. Oh, yeah. yes. I've seen pictures yeah, of that. Yeah, I think that, that, was, that was before I've... he got the, his hair got real or got the fuzz. And it was just plastic, like the original. Yeah. You know, where he'd come in the footlocker and he'd have all the fuzzy haired G.I. All, the, all the battle gear with him. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. So so any other any other standout sci fi toys? Yes. There is one more great science fiction toy for me, and that is the Shogun Warriors from Mattel. Ooh. This was in. This was after Star Wars. This is late seventies, early eighties. Mattel had a contract with what whoever over in Japan to sell uh, basically giant robots, and they they were like two foot tall plastic robots that shot things and threw things and had missile, you know, like planes that come out of their head and. <laughs> One of them, his fist flew, shot, you could shoot his fist. And another, he had rocket fingers. And, oh, I loved those guys. There were, the original, there were three uh-huh. originally. And I had, the the best Christmas of all was when I, you know, for, for like my birthday, I got one. And Christmas, oh, I got wow. the other two. And that was a very I exciting I vaguely year. remember those. And if I remember them correctly. They had yeah, little wheels. It's like. Transformers without the transformation. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's them. Yeah. They didn't, you know, they their shoulders moved and some of them you could turn their heads, but that was it. They didn't have but, knees but or But they anything. did have they did have monsters they fought, right? Like a giant Godzilla. They that came like in round two. All of a sudden you had like Godzilla. And yeah, a couple my other brother bad had guys. one of those. The thing was yes. about two and a half feet tall, and it had this little thing on its they head. They were huge. He pulled it, and the little fire flame went in and out of its mouth. Came out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. brother had one of those. He it, well, he had one of the he had one of the Shoguns too. He had to if he had the Godzilla part. Yeah, awesome. Well, you got to yeah. battle somebody, right? I mean, you can't have one without yeah. someone to fight. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And, and then... Yeah, I kept those for a really, really long time. And I even had the original uh, boxes they came in. Because you got to yeah. store them somewhere. So they actually ended up moving all the way out here with me before I ended up... I took them to um, Balticon one year to uh, trade them, you know, find a dealer who would be interested in them. And he, he traded me... He had a... He was a toy dealer, but someone, but he had a whole run of this origin story here, by the way, he had a whole run of, of the magazine of fantasy and science fiction. 
and he didn't want them. And I had these toys that he wanted and I didn't want. Them. So I said, let's just do a straight swap. I'll take all these magazines off your hands and you can have my robots. And he's like, okay, you <laughs> sucker. And I, and that was the core collection of, of my magazines. That's where, it well, all that's started, where this all started. But, uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the origin story of, of yeah, FNSF. Oh, and that's me cool. Here. But yeah, oh, that's so cool. I know they went to a good home because I'm sure some wild-eyed, you know, guy probably about our age, you know, came by the next day, saw them, then went, oh, I had one of those when I was a kid. I always wanted it because my big brother stole it from me and never gave it back. You know, so I, I always imagined that, you know, some, some cranky old guy saw it in his face. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's in this glass case in his, in his basement. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. in the room that he spent way too much money in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Next to his, you know, f- his his gaming console <laughs> that he spent, you know, twenty three thousand dollars. All on. the gaming consoles, all the way back to the Pong. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh yeah, he's got he's got yeah. all the Ataris. Oh. Mm, that is so cool. So so now now we have we have Paul's origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I I was born at Balticon. I I came I ascended out of the ground fully formed with 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 robots and you know my my hands were sh- shooting shooting rockets. And I had a little yellow bird that came out of my chest. I, I think that's a good place to, to end the podcast. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What was in that beer there? <laughs> oh, it's not called Haze Charmer for nothing. <laughs> oh. oh, this is good. This is cool. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap it up. And uh, who knows where we'll be next time, but come back and join us. <laughs> 